welcome to Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And today we are recapping for you Married at First Sight, Season 15, San Diego, Episode 5. Everything will be okay. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Because they see a whale? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, thank you for your patience. We know this is coming out a day or two later than we normally like to get it out. But the truth is we had insane work weeks and barely saw each other. And we were about to record the pod out of Dute yesterday morning. And we kind of had our own come to Jesus couples moment where we realized we needed to hang out and have fun and that the pod could wait. And we had to, we figured if anyone would understand it would be the Till Death Do Us recap audience because what brings us together besides trash TV is the love of love. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that is the truth of the matter. But here we are. We are rejuvenated and ready to pod. Some housekeeping things. If you have any desire to contribute to the pod or become a monthly member of contributing, you can look in the show notes and see our buy me a coffee link. And it's pretty self-explanatory. You can send a one-timer. You can sign up for a recurring. Pretty cool. Pretty easy. Pretty straightforward. We put a lot of hours into this every week and appreciate anything you want to contribute if you are enjoying the content we are creating. Yes, it means so much to us when people contribute. It's always a nice reminder that there are people listening to the show out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Also, you can find us on the social media, such as on Instagram and TikTok and things of that nature, at Till Death Do Us Recap. Um, The link to that is in the show notes as well as uh, please subscribe and leave a review. Those go a long way. And so with that, I think we are good to jump in. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Overall reactions to this episode. I mean, I felt like it was juicy and like I felt like it was enlightening. It's that first ep where you start to go, oh, oh, you know, about people. Yeah, I, I'm happy everyone is finally all together. I'm not yes. going to lie. It was like annoying to have to go back to a wedding. So annoying. I'm like, we're done with the weddings. Let, let's get everyone yes. in the same place here. So yes. I'm happy we got that. Agreed. I think the males on this show need to stop talking oh about sex and their penises. Penises? Yeah, it's a little. (laughs) It's a little much. I I don't know. I'm trying to think back to past seasons. I don't feel like like they. I mean, okay. There's always, there's always the like consummate the marriage talk. Are you guys gonna go? You know, and a lot of times it comes actually from more friends and family on the wedding night. You know, Uh, I feel like all of these guys are acting like Justin and have been celibate for a year and a half. Right. It's like, let's pump the brakes here, dude. Chill the fuck like, out. Like settle it's been down. a matter of actual days. Yeah. And the truth is that what we're learning is that most of them have a degree of sexual tension and have done something. And I just am like, I'm not impressed. I'm sort I'm grossed out a little bit, but we'll get into the specifics as we go into each couple. So let's start with Kristen and Mitch. Ugh. 
Mitch the bitch, who's clearly going to be a constant thorn in our side this season. The rebel. Just oh, the, my the God. rebel without a cause. He's the radical a, extremist. The radical extremist. I mean, <laughs> this guy. The sense of self is stunning. Like he swears he's a friggin' anarchist. No, yeah, he's like. part of he's he's part of Antifa. He's in a motorcycle <laughs> biker gang. Um, he, he's I, he's a part of Project Mayhem and he Fight Club. Was like in he, the insurrection. Yeah, he was, he was everywhere, everything, all of the time. This like, this radical extremist. The- <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So we enter with, we start with them doing their stand up paddleboarding activity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just awkward because it's clear, right? It's clear that Kristen is pretty smitten. Mm-hmm. Um, at least really like, again, like her desperation slash readiness for this moment and attraction to him and just excitement. Like, she's like, I think they matched us great. And I just want to get to know this guy better. She's, it's, it's so contrasting with Mitch's kind of standoffishness. And yeah, so they're like sitting and they're having this chat and he's wearing his like toddler hat in the wind <laughs> on the paddle boards. I and- was torn if I, if I dug it. Or not? I was like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. But it's when like, you just said, yes, all I can think about now it's is either someone- a toddler hat or um, a guy that only bike rides in Portland. Yeah, he's also wearing that. I feel like he was missing like a nose full of zinc oxide. Yeah, for like sure. with that hat. Yeah, to really just complete the whole picture. Yeah, but you get like, it's just Kristen. You can tell Kristen is at every turn trying to affirm him, right? And I like I could not believe how much she was doing of, of complimenting and affirming him. Yeah, and and it's not even like bull it's not just like oh you're sexy. It's always like thoughtful. It's always like I'm really noticing this or I'm really noticing that. And it's so sweet, but the truth is it's <laughs> we'll get to it later. There comes a point where you're like Kristen stop. Like, for your own dignity, stop now. He doesn't deserve any of this. But she's, like, going on about, like, which also to me speaks to her personality. She's like, first of all, I remember my entire questionnaire, every single question. And he's like, oh, all 537. And she's like, no, but really, I mean, I stayed up all night. I didn't sleep. I mean, I really put a lot of time into this, you know. (laughs) And you assume that everyone does to some degree, but you can tell from Kristen's vibe, like, oh, no, you really do remember each question. And you've ruminated on the answer over and over again. And her whole thing And that to me just encapsulates Kristen's personality Mm -hmm. personally. But her point is she's getting roundabout to be like, and I just think it's just so amazing that you are the person that you are and that you're passionate and that you're da da da. You care about your work. And, and then he's like, so she's saying that she values that, that she values that about him. And he's like, Oh, that's just so cool that you say that. Because one of my fears is my is my wife gonna think I'm this radical extremist. Like, oh my mm. god, you're done, you're Mitch. Like you wish you were a radical extremist. You're just a fucking annoying dude. Like yeah. that's what you are. Uh, Mitch is <laughs> making me want to. Like I'm not gonna lie. 
I'm, I'm not I like. I feel like I know what you're gonna say. He's making me want to when throw I, trash on the ground. No, not, not not throw trash on the ground. That I was in Starbucks. I was going through the Starbucks drive-through the other day, and I got an iced drink. And you know how the lids are like the sippy cup lids. You yeah, know? they make the ice. And like, I was almost I, like with Mitch in mind. I almost asked for a plastic straw. <laughs> he's making me want to rebel okay we're not gonna like hold mitch's annoyingness against the actual earth i know that wouldn't be fair i did i just but i i legitimately <laughs> I thought about saying. it He's i was like so mitch annoying. is annoying me i think i might yeah. get a plastic straw today <laughs> so she just reiterates no it's like you have passion and i feel like we have the same sense of humor and anyway she's- and then he goes on to like Tell a not funny joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you have the same sense of I humor? I'm like, I don't know what the humor is here. I still don't know it. Oh, he's like, oh, I like to be crass. And say, he's, sex we, is funny. Like, it, none yeah. of it was funny. It was all really awkward. And she's like, ah. uh, <laughs> So, I mean, bottom line in her interviews, she makes it clear. She, they're moving slower, slower than she wants. She thinks he's just uncomfortable with the whole experience and she just wants to like move things along physically a little bit. They do an awkward pinky promise to keep laughing. And then she literally is like, it's instead of a kiss. And he awkwardly laughs and is like, yeah, it's the worst. So then they go paddle boarding yeah, they're, they're stuck in the waves like the entire time. I was like, what is this, Mitch? If you're so sporty, like you could do better at this, like helping her. But anyway, we then fast forward to like they're going to go on a date that night mm-hmm. and it's pre that and he calls his bro and he's flipping out. I'm also like not used to seeing them talk about or actually make so many calls. Did you notice, like, yeah, to people so that aren't did? the experts? Was it Alexis? Stasha oh, mentions, Stasha. Okay. I called my mom okay. and talked to her about some stuff. And then he's literally pacing around on his phone talking to his brother. I'm like, have they always allowed this? Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't uh, Ace last year? Um, ew. <laughs> I forgot her name. Alyssa. Alyssa. Didn't she like call her mom and wasn't she like crying or no? Was that yeah, just the producers? But that felt like a big like outlier situation. Yeah. Anyway, it happened and he's freaking out. He's like everything on paper matches up and she's awesome, but I'm not feeling the physical spark and I'm just feeling all of this pressure. But again, this is what happens when you put all of the all of the pressure is Am I going to like them or want to do them fast enough? Because are they going to be enough for me? Versus just like, am I open to seeing what's possible here? Mm -hmm. And like letting that ride, you know? And he's been saying this kind of verbiage since before she walked down the aisle. And I just feel like you've already screwed yourself, dude. And I'm not super impressed. I mean, on one hand, his brother goes, dude, it's because his big thing is, which this is like so Mitch because everything for him is principle. And so it's, I can't be dishonest. I just, I don't want to be dishonest. And it's like, his brother's like, dude, you didn't vow to have an immediate attraction to her. Mm -hmm. Like it's too soon. And I was like, thank you, brother. It's day three. Like, please just calm him down. We don't need to have a confront about this right now because that would just be hurtful and potentially more damaging 
to you maybe growing in attraction right now. Mm -hmm. Like, but then in the next sentence, his brother's like, but yeah, this is hard and you want to be honest. And so I was mad. By the end, I was like, okay, bad advice. Like, brother now has convinced him that he should do this. And by the end, I mean, Mitch is clearly very upset and he has worked himself up. I, I don't feel like he is being disingenuous. I think that this is true to him, but mm -hmm. I think it's ridiculous and it's invented, you know? And so he's crying by the end. Yeah. And meanwhile, you have Kristen in her interview going, I'm really hoping for a kiss or even just a hand grace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kristen. And then what we're going to do here is we're going to play the clip because I think that that's the only thing worth like why why settle for a shitty imitation from us here we go i um i wouldn't say i'm sexually frustrated this is like our third date that would be wild but i definitely would be comfortable advancing or in the physical sexual department to be clear that wouldn't be wild i think there's absolutely nothing wrong with her saying that I think she says it really politely and diplomatically. It could be con construed as awk, but like, I don't think there's anything wrong on its face with her saying, "What? Like, we're being honest right now." I would, I could see that. Like, I think she almost she says what she feels, and then she she um, undermines it in the same thing, mm. which seems very her. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm sexually frustrated. That but would it's be completely wild. Reasonable. I'm like, it's yeah. not wild and you are saying you're sexually frustrated. Yeah. So just own it. And I we did a poll on this. And personally, so we said, this moment, what did you think? Too much too soon or good, like proper honesty. Now, were you talking about what she said? No. Oh, okay. And so I, th it was such a long clip. I was basically talking about what comes right after this. Okay. And I would like to give at least half the people that voted good honesty the benefit of the doubt that maybe they just quickly listened to the first portion and voted on that. Because I think that what Kristen said, however, maybe a little awkward, there's nothing wrong with it. But what I was talking about is what comes next. I wish I felt a little bit more of that at this point. Um... And that's just not quite there for me right now. Um, and, and. Your facial. Maybe, you know, I may not be feeling that physical attraction with you. You know, that's not easy. That's not easy for either of us. Sure. Um, yeah. And um, I'm, you know, I'm the one with the issue here. It's not about you. Right. Um, I'm sure that was very hard to get off your chest. Oh my God. And there it begins. Her taking care of him for this horrific worst case scenario for anyone thing that he just said. And he doesn't, and it continues, it continues. And it's a lot more lulls, right? He doesn't like fix anything. Him saying, this isn't a you problem. It's a me problem. That's the nicest, like, that's the most he gives her. 
and doesn't use any of the the lulls to say like, look, you are so cute and beautiful objectively. This Here's is the a- thing. She is. Yeah. Like she's an attractive person. Yeah. I like you can't deny that. And I was just I just focus on I'm not feeling this. If you have to have this conversation, which we inherently don't believe you do at this point. Just focus on how you're not feeling a spark yet, and that's causing you some stress. Yes. Don't put it on attraction, not attracted to you. Or at least follow it up with, like, this is something that I can, like, we can still continue to build. There was you're a little obvious- bit of that. Like, I'm not giving up. Yeah. But it wasn't impressive. It wasn't, he wasn't, his priority was not taking care of her. It was, I'm scared to look like a shitty guy. Yeah. And she felt so uncomfortable and awkward and is clearly trying not to cry and somehow still prioritizes making him feel better. And then she takes an interesting (laughs) route here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, Kristen. So Uh she she says to him, um, I'm not buying that essentially because I can tell when you look at me that you think I'm attractive, which I'm like, interesting, double down there. Was really And confused. then she said something to the effect of, I'm not gonna like, she didn't want details, but she was like, I could give you all the reasons like why I'm attracted. Like it was. Well, she's basically like, I'm not gonna convince you. Yeah. That I'm attractive. And he's like, of course not, of course not. But she's like, but I know that I am. And I'm not going to poke and prod for the specifics of why you're not attracted to me because that'll just break my soul. Um, But something that killed me is like he tries to have a moment. um, Yeah. First off, very confusing when she says, I know that actually you are attracted to me from your actions and the way that you look at me sometimes which actually has a lot carries a lot more validity in 24 hours, mm. which we'll talk about. Yes. You know, okay, I, I, um, yeah. But at this point I'm going, Where, what, what, what are you basing that off of beside the fantasy in your head? Uh, but he, okay. So he makes a weird comment where he's like, he kind of is trying to imply like physical attraction takes him a second mm-hmm. because for him, it's more about the whole person. Which I'm going, if that was really, really true, then again, you wouldn't have felt that this was necessary because it's day four. And you don't know that and person And you don't know yet. her that yeah. well. And that would have been what you led with. It's yeah. like, I'm just not where you are yet, but that's just because my personality takes long. But then he goes, of course, I mean, I can look at like a, a pinup girl and, and, you know, get sprung, but it's bigger than that for me. And I was like, oh, you mean like her mom? Oh, I forgot. Like, you've literally announced now in three different capacities that you thought her mom was your bride and is beautiful. So, I mean, this is just like twisting the dagger at this point. I just, I can't. Okay, so you can, we can say right now, this conversation too soon, too soon, shouldn't shouldn't be happening. Okay. Let's go on. Let's finish them here and get to what happens because I have an interesting thought for you. So, yeah. So we fast forward. This is the same night later in the night. Okay, wait. We have to say one more thing, though. We got an awesome 
DM. Thank you, Crystal. You are the best. If you hadn't pointed this out, I might not have been paying attention as much, but we had a great lyric moment because this conversation is obviously shit and there's only so much further to go. Like here that we're supposed to be having this romantic beachside get to know you dinner and this is how it all began. So now it's just super awkward. Um, And then we get a great... Gosh, you would think I would get better at the queuing. Um, Was that the lyric? <laughs> oh, there you are, Crystal. Uh, okay, so at the end of this scene, it's time to eat the things I've sown. It's time for a rescue. I don't know if that was eat or reap, but you know, either way, it's super dramatic. Uh, But yeah, so one second he's having dinner telling her he's not attracted to her. The next second, the Patron is flowing. The Patron is flowing. We're doing shooters. We're doing shots under the moon in our bikini and our um, shorts and we are, <laughs> I was trying to think of a good word for that. And I, so there was nothing. There was nothing. I had nothing. Uh, eating chocolate covered strawberries under the moonlight, which all, she literally like says that entire quote. She's like, and then we're shooting tequila, eating chocolate covered strawberries under the moon. And I'm like, um, what? <laughs> and it's so sad. She says, I'm hoping he sees in me what I see in myself. And she's still <sighs> complimenting him for how he handled the dinner conversation. She's, and she literally says it's important to talk about things, you know, and I just, that had to be so hard. And I just, I'm like, you're buzzed right now and you're trying so hard. Yeah. And she thanks him. She thanks this mofo. And he... Base, I mean, he acknowledges, like, I don't really want to say you're welcome because that's crazy because of what you're thanking me for, but you're welcome. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, clearly they're like giggly. They're having fun. Here's the thing. Let's all be realistic. Let's erase that horrific conversation. And just like, what if that dinner had just played out as a slightly awkward, we don't know each other that well yet, a chance to ask more questions about our daily lives, dinner, yeah. where you maybe said in your interview, like, not quite feeling the spark yet, but we'll see. Yeah. And then fast forward three hours, you decide that like a good bonding moment is like, let's go drink tequila by the pool and have chocolate covered strawberries and talk more. All of this could have all played out still. Yeah. And like, you could call that a natural, like, attraction building but instead you decided to tell her that you weren't attracted to her in a bunch of different awkward grunty ass ways and then we fast forward to this and we find out later which like we'll get to the boat with the group but we find out because then her confrontation of him i think doesn't happen until after the boat Mm -hmm. i think she sits on it for like a day before she confronts him about what happens but they go back after this time and they hook up and they don't have sex, yeah. but like they get 
I'm sure it's a makeup. Spicy. Spicy. And like there's there's like feeling up happening because of the way he talks about it with the guys. Like yeah. he's like, I was getting excited. I don't know, guys. I want to hear that. There's so much boner referencing in oh, this season, gosh. more than I have ever witnessed in my life. But anyway, uh, it's just, which that is just a straight up asshole move in my opinion. There's no way... Even if that ended up being authentically the path that your heart took in a matter of the day, mm -hmm. it's a terrible look. And how is she supposed to trust and, and receive that and not feel like it's anything more than you got drunk and like basically decided to you feel bad and like you got drunk enough that you could like get yourself there and make everyone happy. You yeah. know, like, it just, it's it's tainted. Here's what I will say. I think it's too soon to have this conversation, but I want to play devil's advocate here just for a second. Okay. He is putting himself in a very weird, difficult position because he also could run into, and we've seen this on past seasons before, People not saying anything about their attraction, mm -hmm. ha having sex with their partner, then bringing up how they're not really attracted. Right. And, and that can come like back dick. to bite you because then the other person is like, wait a minute, why did you have sex with me and yeah. go take things to the next level if, you've, if I'm not attracted to you? That's a good point. And I would just say you have to have some effing discernment. And so... Yeah, maybe you don't go all the way just to test, can this girl get me off to completion? But maybe in your testing of the chemistry, you make out and do some other things to see what happens. And uh, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's perfectly fine. That's no, what people right. do I, in the I real just world. Think, yeah, I just think but it's yes, interesting. You no, know, totally. And it's a precarious situation. And you could easily cross into asshole for totally different reasons. You're right. But I think that there is a middle ground here. And I think that if we took away that dinner conversation, which interestingly enough, she basically admits when she confronts him that if the dinner conversation hadn't happened, she probably would have gone all the way with him. So it would have been on him to stop it if he felt like this is false for me or this isn't like true to how I'm fully feeling. Yeah. And yeah, there would have been that risk if like the next day he's like, shit, I'm not attracted to her. And then she eventually finds out, like, cool, you had sex with me and then decided you weren't. There, yeah, it's it's a tricky situation. But I do think that there is a middle ground here. I think you're right. I, it just that came but up. But that is a good you thing know, to like, think about. True. Um, and I think also we find from, like, some of the previews we saw, I think it still takes them a while to actually yeah, consummate. do the deed, the full deed. Which, at that point, like, who knows? I bet you... I mean, if I'm her, I'm so guarded at this point. Yeah. Because you've made me feel so small and dumb. I mean, this is my worst nightmare. Yeah. You know? Because this is everyone's worst nightmare. Ugh. A whirlwind of a day for her. I uh, mean, literally. Like, that's I what I'm saying. Like the amount that you put it. this woman through and In like is ridiculous. So they go with like what we find out, I guess we'll just probably end up going back and forth a little bit. Because there's the the boat group hang, and 
basically Kristen decides like she thought she was going to tell all the girls about what happened, but you can tell that she is pretty emotional and like, she doesn't want to do it with the other guys like, yeah. on the same location. Yeah. And like location. cause a big thing. Yeah. Cause she's realizing like, Oh, then that's going to like explode. Like I'll tell you guys tomorrow. But yeah, Mitch ad- admits that she's not the type he imagined, but after tequila, he cuddled her and got fired up. So I don't know, man. I was like, I literally hate you. So then the next morning, though, she does have her version of like a boundaries discussion Mm -hmm. where she says, like, in a way, it meant a lot to her that he made a move when they went back to the room because... Which I'm like, don't even say that. It I was, meant a I was lot surprised. To me. I was wondering how this conversation was going to go because I actually thought, I mean, things end up pretty fine with them after. Yeah. They, I think they get massages together, and after they talk about it, and yeah. she, I thought she was going to be like, so you're telling me you're not attractive, and then you're blah blah, you know. But she was like, that was great, and I'm like, oh, let's. Well, she says, I need you to know why it didn't make sense for me to have sex with you in that moment because of what had been discussed earlier that night. Yeah. Like I have some dignity here. And she was like, also like, if that's going to end up happening for us, like I need you to compliment me in any way, shape or form in the middle, like throughout literally like I look nice. I smell nice. I'm funny. Anything. And she she basically was saying, in my opinion, just so it doesn't feel like a bullshit drunk, I'm just a dude hookup moment. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be some threads that lead from our times together to that moment when that eventually happens. But she does say that she wants him to know that if they get to decision day without sex or love, she will ask for a divorce. And I think that's completely fair. Yeah, Personally. I agree. I saw someone tweet like, what if that had been a man who said it? I'm like, yeah, what if? I don't think that's bad. I feel like Gil said that to Mirla. I think yeah, that's no, perfectly I think reasonable. That, I think those two things are... Why are you going to say that I'll stay yeah. married if there hasn't been any love professed and or sex? Yeah, no, not going to. No. I'm going to say no. Yeah. So I think that was fine. Any other thoughts on them? No, I'm just, I mean... Other than, other than, so Mitch comes on after party wearing some god awful flat thongs with his skinny pants and blazer. And it's just completely unacceptable in every way. Uh, he naturally has to tell us, I tend to go against the current of regular society. Yeah, the uh, the current is what wearing normal shoes. Yeah, not gonna lie, Jeez. I was kind of in the market a couple of years back of procuring a like minimalist, like single. Rope. I wish you guys could see the face I'm making right now. Like, it's so I'm so upset. That I this was is talking about happening. it with a friend, and he showed me. I was like, that's kind of cool. You're like pretty much just like walking on the ground barefoot. And then I think I showed you a picture of them and they were immediately next. <laughs> Ex-made. And, yeah. I'm sure. Ew, babe. Anyway, let's move on from that. Uh, but the one thing that Mitch does say that I appreciate is that he, in watching this conversation, he's kicking himself. He wishes he would have played it more cool. And now he realizes that it was actually a very selfish move 
of him to do that at that time in that moment. And it was more for him about getting something off of his chest that was weighing on him than thinking about the impact long-term for her and or them. And I was like, oh, okay. So we got a little perspective here. Uh, Okay, well, if we have nothing left on them, let's move on to Alexis and Justin. Oh boy, Alexis and Justin. This is like, I, I don't know if I've ever been more baffled by a couple. Like, it's just... Or, like, cringed out by a couple so into each other. Yeah, it's the whole Because usually thing we're, like, just, really, like, excited and touched by an angel by the whole thing. I can't really figure And there's this, like, out. yeah, like, there's... You go back and forth between going, oh, and then, like, going, oh, and you can't, like, quite figure out why. And it might be because we have to hear about Justin's ball sack or penis every episode so far. Like, that could be playing into it. Um, but <laughs> every, it's just all really intense. And again, they're I, so into each other. I obsessed. mean, like, it's like, but yeah. it feels like, like, okay, it's you, it feels lust. like pure infatuation. Yes. Like, and, and case in point, it feels like I have yet. And of course this is editing and we are not seeing so much, but it feels like we're watching them never actually talk about anything other than I'm obsessed with you. No, I'm obsessed with you. No, I'm obsessed with you. Can you believe? Can you believe? But do you love me? Oh my God. But I love you. But oh my God, did I just say that? But oh my God. Um, Like, and you're like, what have we talked about? Like jobs, histories of our lives. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't feel like we've gotten, any it does, doesn't. That. You're like, where is the authentic build of it's this? It's all hugs, butt slaps, literally. Kisses. I'm like, ooh. So we, I mean, their activity is horseback riding on the beach. But are they really horseback riding on the beach, no. or are they just making out on horses in different locations in the sand? Yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no movement up and we down went, the coast. I think we might have gone like um, from like the boulders on the right to like. I don't know. I, you know, I'm not good at measurements, but like, what would you say? Like 30 feet to the left? Like we just paced back and forth and then would stand in various spots. Yeah. Until of course we see Justin trotting out of control and screeching about his sack. That was hilarious. <laughs> an after party. I'm sorry, but we are missing some golden moments I know, it's like, honestly, maybe I wouldn't want to barf so much at this couple if you had included a human moment like that. Like, he's he's like, oh, my balls, my balls. <laughs> Trotting. They show this in After Party. She does, like, a gainer off of the top deck of the boat and slaps her <gasps> Oh yeah, slaps her back in <laughs> the water. She does a full, like, ass backflop. Yeah. That they didn't show. That they didn't show. And you also end up finding out in After Party that, like, Alexis and Justin were severely... Uh, C-C. motion sick yeah. for most of the boat ride until they stopped and then they were feeling better and then Alexis does this horribly painful looking backflop. I'm like these are human moments yeah. that need to not be saved for after party. Yeah, like agree. integrate them because they actually make me think these people are a little more real than they seem right now. But okay so then we get them having their romantic meal I think after no, it's before the boat because she talks on the boat about how he said, I love you. 
this conversation at dinner is all is spa- I mean it's, it's all over it's the place. So like I mean, intense. I can't she she talks about like I'm typically cool, calm, collected, but I'm losing control and it's scary. That's the thesis for her. Yeah. But then the way it plays out is very like <laughs> Yeah, I mean she's talking about how she can't be vulnerable. And then like two sentences later, you're made for me. I need you're you. You're made for me. I need you. And then this next second, oh, barf, barf. Oh my God. I'm freaking out. I'm panicking. I, I'm just not normally like this. I'm not normally like this. Her rea- <laughs> her reactions are tough for me. Like, it's like, yeah. I, I can, uh, I understand like she's feeling flooded in a lot of ways and she feels like the butterflies are probably like out of control. She can't believe like how open and vulnerable, like she can't believe that she's just like not plain miss hard to get right now yeah you know but every like meaningful thing that she gets sort of said blows it up. is like turned into this like that yeah yeah like just please stop like yeah. I, I, I can't track here this yeah. is too much for me yeah uh she can she says i can tell that you love me or i can tell he loves me by the way he looks at me He's like, oh, I would put myself in harm's way for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of like back and forth of things like that where you're just like, okay, like, did someone write these lines for you? Uh, Every nice word that comes out of me hurts, she says to him. Like, it's just (laughs) weird things to say. I don't know. I mean, it speaks maybe a little bit to her immaturity. Mm hmm. But yeah, I mean, the bottom line, they're obsessed with each other. They're giddy. And he ends up saying he loves her. Full, full on, two days in. And he's not asking her to say I love you back. He literally says, do you think you could fall in love with me? And then she gets really weird and is like, I just can't say that this soon. I just can't. I just can't. And you're like, he literally just asked if you think you could in the future. And he's not asking you to say it back right now. Well, also her reaction is like bizarre well, in a way she's because like, she's like waiting and she's like, oh, are you expecting me to say it also? I can't say it. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 no one is like, we're not expecting him no. to say it. He shouldn't be saying no, it right now. Yeah. And so you're <laughs> you like you your response is, is just kind of bizarre it's to bizarre. that. And then he he's crying. He, he's crying. He says he knew at the altar. He believes in love at first sight. Yep. Um, and then he, he's talking about how, like, how much, like, she makes it, it, him, like, feel more himself. Yeah. And he's like, you've made it easy me easy for me to walk around the resort naked. Like, <laughs> That's all right. is he actually doing this or is this a metaphor? <laughs> I'm so confused by this. I'm like, he I, must be walking around his suite naked, and that's what he's talking about. I need like the the the, the video. Release the tapes. Of, <laughs> release the tapes of, of Justin at the buffet There's bar. There's always tapes just to release. ass in the wind, like getting <laughs> making a, a at the waffle station or something. Like, what is going on here? I was so baffled by that. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my. God. God. Uh, and then he tells the guys and Nate says in an interview, like he's overexcited and infatuated. Like this guy is 
off kilter right now. He's, <laughs> like, yeah, he's fully on tilt. He doesn't. Like, I understand he thinks that. But then the guy, so the after party, it was Mitch, Ben, and Justin. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's all in retrospect. But Ben and Mitch were like, well, we were really inspired by it and thought it was really cool. So they were very sweet about it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if there was anything else Ugh. that Justin said <laughs> after party other than poor Keisha. Uh, <laughs> he brings up his balls. With, from the horseback riding, and Keisha goes, I was hoping we'd make it through the night without that coming up, but... Because, <laughs> like, we've heard about his peeing so much at this point. But, yeah, I just... I think we still just... The truth is, really don't know what to make of them in the big scheme of things. Oh, it needs to also be said, on the boat, Alexis... First off, they're sitting with Ben and Morgan. So clearly Morgan and Alexis seem to vibe. Mm -hmm. So they've all reunited with Ben and Morgan that day because they're finally down there in Mexico. They're only two days behind everyone else, okay? Like, in the long run, it really wasn't like they were so behind. And I just found it hilarious that Alexis is like, you guys are so fresh. I mean, what are you feeling? What are you feeling? Like, as if, like... Oh, we've, we've been, been together through for so months. much and you're just getting here. What's <laughs> it? What are you feeling? I'm like, Alexis. And then she's announcing to them that he's celibate. Like the constant bringing up of the celibacy. Like it is not your announcement to make. And why it's like it miss. It must really make her insecure about him in some way. And so her her way of dealing with that is announcing it everywhere they go. Yeah. I mean, we've seen how many episodes. She's brought it up to his mother at breakfast. The only thing I know about them, I feel like, (laughs) genuinely, is that she's been proposed to three times and he's been celibate for the last year year and and a half. half. And he's been getting a lot of boners in the last few days. Yeah. All information that, like, (laughs) we let's go a little deeper here. Yeah, literally. So... That's funny. I just don't, I really, I don't know what to make of them. Me neither. They continue to make me very nervous because of their intensity and because I've yet to feel like I'm really seeing anyone be real people yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just cannot wait to see what these two are like when they move into an apartment together. I'm truly scared. This is, there's never been more, like, that term, like, the honeymoon phase, phase has yeah. never applied more oh, it's so true. than it does right now. I know. Okay, should we move on to Stasha and Nate? Yes, Stasha and Nate. Okay, well, we open with them living a scene that I, like, the level of envy I felt. Oh, my gosh, I agree. Breakfast at their private Ocean View jacuzzi. That's like half indoor, half outdoor. Oh my God. And they're like, they have tequila and fruit and platters of delicious breakfast items. Like rolling out of bed, jumping into I a was jacuzzi. Dying. With tequila and your lover. I was like, this and is fruit. a it's dream just scenario. Perfect. So we, this is the day after <laughs> caressy shower, soft core yeah, porn moment. Which they didn't. They didn't have sex. Sex. I. You don't believe them? No. I mean, I. I guess I, I do. do. I do I because just, I think Stasha 
will. Yeah, no, I believe them. I just, um, I guess I'm having a little bit of a hard time putting together what I saw in the shower. Babe, it's not that complicated. They were still wearing bathing suits. Oh, they were? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So she makes it clear they didn't have sex. She wanted to, but she's in a, she wants to not just have sex because of her bodily feelings. She yeah. really wants to be sure that like her emotions are going in that direction. So they do their ATV activity. And I just think that Stasha is clear on what she wants and what she expects. And so leave it to her to like, they're going into an ATV activity and she's already got it mapped out what she will be looking for and observing and what the bigger meaning of her observations will be. So she's viewing the ATV activity as a test. of how, I, I have to disagree with this. Of how he watches after her and all of that. And like, I swear she's playing completely dumb because he like, he's so, he's excited. So he just throws his goggles on, throws his little face mask on. And she just stands there at the ATV acting like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't believe you. No. You, you literally are already starting. It's pretty freaking self-explanatory. <laughs> How do I tighten these? He's so, but he has, he's clueless. So getting all the angles so already, dialing strike the one. Because the random activity guy has to come help her. Like, he does not take the hint in any way. And I just don't think this is fair. I'm, I'm team Nate on this a little bit. I mean, I don't like when people set people up with tests intentionally. But I will say the way that he did act on oh, this yeah. ride. The way that he acted. Me nuts. Yeah, drove me nuts. But the the. Pre- the setup. Uh, the setup. Of it all. I'm not a fan of the setup. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, it's almost like, okay, if you're that, if you have that detailed of a setup, why not like set him up for success and tell him what you're looking for? Like w- in yeah, the day. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But I get it. It's early. She's still trying to like, what's natural to him, you know? So like if this was like stand up paddleboard, if they were stand up paddleboarding and like, she knew how to do like basic things and was like feigning that she didn't and falling over just to get him to like, I'd be annoyed. Yeah, for at sure. At a certain point, you know. But once they go, she's being normal. And I think that what they should have done is just drive. They should have just driven together because yes. she was clearly kind of freaked out by the whole thing and like wasn't comfortable going super fast. And I'm like, you should have just rid ridden on his behind him and it would have solved most of this. But yeah, if I'm taking an ATV and I'm keeping it under 10 miles an hour the whole time, I'm not. I'd be pissed. (laughs) Well, but then it's like he doesn't at one at some point he doesn't care because he straight up stops he to to be taking selfie videos, selfie pics. I mean, it's happening through the whole thing. And at one point, I mean, he's behind her. And he fully stops, doesn't give her any notice. Yeah. He's not trying to get her in any of these videos. No. And he's like talking to his fandom, whoever the hell they are. And he's joking about the dangers of the rainforest and how scary it is because he feels alone in the rainforest and the sounds and what animals are here. Not even a single regard for is Stasha okay in this threatening rainforest the where way is he Stasha? handles all of this is very poor it's so annoying very and aloof poor. and it just feels like a little boy so 
she makes some jokes, you know, like she's like, where the hell is my husband? And she's like waiting for him. And then he comes around a corner and he's still videoing himself. So not cute in any way. And she's like, okay, IG husband. Like she makes a couple comments like that and he doesn't really get it. And then after the fact, she's like, dude, you're kind of being like an IG husband and I need you to be present and worried about me and like give a shit about me. Like, where am I? Am I having a good time? Am I safe? If we're hanging out, if we are together, like I don't appreciate aloofness. Like be freaking present with me, you know? He doesn't do, he does, he's not doing it. And he shirks it. He doesn't even take it super seriously, which I mean, I don't know. It's like, this didn't need to turn into a big fight, but I just think he could have showed a little more value for it. He's like, you know, I just, I can't just flip a switch and suddenly be in relationship mode. Like I need some time to transition. I was just unimpressed by that. Yeah. I was like, that's it. Why not just be like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. You're right. Like I'm an idiot. I am still adjusting and I didn't mean anything by it, but I completely get why that seemed so careless and silly. And I'm going to work on that. Yeah. Instead, he just decides to move forward with all the selfies and just include her in it. Now, (sighs) I thought that was so annoying. So they're getting ready for dinner. Oh, right. He comes in. He's wearing sunglasses, dark sunglasses inside. Yeah. He's, he his obviously gets his shirt unbuttoned, his belly button. <laughs> he, he obviously got ready faster than she did. And he's like putting her obviously. on blast. He's putting her on blast, like recording himself with her in the background. Yeah, like they're a couple with their own YouTube channel already. Yeah. They've been together for like, years. So do you, do you, uh, are you always going to take this long to get ready? Yeah. Uh, you know, and like she does her best to play it off, but I'm like, I'd be annoyed. Like, get so out irritated. of here, dude. Like, how long do you normally take? Yeah. Which she does take a long time, I have to say. Does she? An what hour she and say? a half to two hours when they're going out. Oh, that's unacceptable. But I mean, yeah. Don't put, don't, don't pretend like you're going live on Instagram. No. Yeah. And it's having your, you know, hand way out with her in the background. Like, no, this is not cute. I know. I hated it. So then, okay, this is where we need to have a, com- I, the plot has thickened for me on a couple things. So they go to dinner. I mean, one thing that we will say before we get into this conversation is even when I sense like, oh gosh, he's giving major little boy vibes or like if I was Stasha or like I assume Stasha is like, eh, like this guy is not it. Uh, Every time I think that, one of them reiterates how natural and organic their sexual chemistry is, how like Mm -hmm. um, just comfortable they are together, how much they like each other. So it keeps like kind of, you know, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, okay. Um, but they go to dinner and she brings up that she called her mom to catch up and that she really liked everything about him and meeting him at breakfast. But her one concern is that he had mentioned a bankruptcy, um, in a former business and what, you know, does he want to talk about that and what happened and, Ultimately, it segues into her being like, my assets and my wealth are very important to me. And like, would you be okay with signing a postnup since we're already married? And 
So, okay, I have a few things. Which he's fine with. He he takes it in stride. He, it he really well. does. Like, I mean, he basically says in the interview, like, it hurts a little, but it makes perfect sense. And I yeah. can't wait to earn her trust. Yeah. And he so wants that was to like do a, whatever. He takes it in stride. He, he really does. to make her feel comfortable. Yeah. So but let's get back. Are you wanting to dig into this bankruptcy a little bit more? A little bit. Yeah. I'm a little confused because his description of what happened is very. I understand you not wanting to get into every detail right now on camera. Mm hmm. But what he says about the aftermath of it, unless I know there's a couple different kinds of ways to claim bankruptcy, but so he basically says, let's just do some timelines here. So he says that he actually, that's why I moved to San Diego was to start fresh after this happened. So like him and his friend put all of their personal capital into a business venture that ended up screwing the pooch. They had to claim bankruptcy. And then owed some money after also. Yeah. And which is why I'm sure they claimed bankruptcy mm. because they probably owed too much. So it's like, let's just yeah. claim bankruptcy and we get to start fresh. But then he goes, she's like, now what is the impact of that for like, you know, basically like if we want to go buy a car together or buy a house together or whatever, he says, oh, 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 no effect in six because he says like his credit score got damaged because of course it gets damaged yeah. when you do that. It's, he's like, oh, no, no, no. It's in six months. It's a complete reset. Okay. Calling all bankruptcy experts, legal people, whatever, whoever you are, please clarify because my understanding is that it sits on your shit for seven years. And it impacts, like, it does impact things. Like, you can't go buy a house this year, like, because your credit score is decimated from the whole experience. Yeah, I, I'm having and a you, hard time seeing how it's just like, oh, a yeah. A six-month reset. They'll just put it back up to seven, eight. And she's like, oh, oh, like, oh, okay. But, the, so that, I just was like, oh, no. Unless, I mean, it's very possible that there is a ton of shit that we don't know about a version of this that you can file that does have lesser implications, okay? But it, if what I think is correct, it reeked a little bit of those early scammer day vibes we were getting. Because yeah. I'm just like, the fact that you think she's that stupid, that she's not going to go find out the truth if this is not correct... Is, He's like, I'm only I'm only bankrupt in Colorado. I'm not bankrupt <laughs> in San Diego. Right. It's and a I'm restart. Like, it's we a restart. all know that he's only been in San Diego for one year. It's just all very interesting. It, it just doesn't add up to me. But here's something that extra doesn't add up to me. So beyond that, I know some people had mixed feelings about her bringing up the post-nump right away. Like, I know some, we, we did a poll about it. More people than not felt like in this specific scenario having only been married for four days, her career in life being what it is, it's actually completely understandable that she would broach this conversation with him and want to know that he, and that's how I felt. Okay. We get a message from Bethany Nicole, who's awesome and listens to the pod. And she writes for some of the reality TV blogs. So she sends us a message and says, I don't get this because they all sign prenups anyway. 
Interesting. And I go, what are you talking about? Do they really? And she said, they do. It's basically what you, a what you come in with, you leave with type of agreement. They can void it after the show ends if they want. But yes, they all sign one. They also have an income cap in casting because they want their couples to be regular people so they aren't casting millionaires or anything. So I'm like, what is Stasha is even talking about? And so I'm like, Interesting. is this all just a mental test for her? Is yeah. this literally a producing play? A producing yeah. play? Is I Bethany mean, that- Nicole maybe incorrect and this season change here's the thing that makes so much sense though because there's no way how like this should be happening for every i mean like the because like in uh, obviously like you're dealing you're talking about people who are younger you know i mean like we're not a lot of them are like early in their careers Mm -hmm. some of them have more wealth than others have houses and whatnot but there should be no world that exists in which you go on Married at First Sight and you can lose your wealth, lose your wealth in, that in, got two, with you. in two months because right. of, yeah. So it would make a hundred percent that they do this before they get married. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it makes you kind of wonder what is this post up thing? Yeah. You're like, what is this whole conversation? Like what? Uh, yeah. I don't know what to make of it. I just basically, muddied it all up even more for everyone. But I thought I couldn't not say that. That's interesting. And if they really signed that, then like, why is she acting like? What do you think about? Maybe she means like, if we choose to stay together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's my, that was going to be my question then. What, what do you think about having this conversation now versus it happening like closer to decision day? Um, I'm sort of torn. I honestly like see both ways. Uh, I see how it could be seen as a premature to get into it, but I also see how this would feel like a pretty important conversation to have early on and to let your partner know about. Because yeah, I think it's got, better now you know? than you and selling, so I telling she, someone you're in love with them and you're like, actually, and can you right, sign that post up? Right. You know? So at least now she has them like it's early. Yes, I'll do it. Okay, so now I guess she can use that in the future. That's what this has to be about. Yeah. It has to be if- And she wanted uh, to like test his reaction. Like yeah. what kind of guy is he? What is She's he going to be completely- thre- She is. She. I mean, I wouldn't say games, but definitely test. Yeah, sorry, you're right. And I think that she, <laughs> she wants to know, is he the kind of guy that's like instantly threatened by this being brought up? And look, like I might have feelings- my feelings about this conversation and this entire concept for people who have been together and in love for years is v- very different than people who just who did this situation, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more traditional when it comes to the pre and the post nuptials around marriage in general because there is something I mean, everybody's different and every situation's different, but on its face, I tend to be more like, no, if you're getting married, you're getting married and you're joining your lives together and, you know, I, whatever. But when it comes to the uniqueness of this scenario, I really, I have more understanding of why it would want to be broached. But then Bethany Nicole, like really messed with my head because now I'm like, maybe it's all irrelevant anyway. Yeah. Anything else on them? I'd like to get into just real quickly. They so oh, the after kids this conversation. What the, the kids? Yeah, yeah. I 
Another kind of weird, I don't know if it's a red flag. I think someone even maybe said yellow flag or whatever, is this uh, talk about like the kids. And she's very clear that she wants a kid within the next year. And or wants to wants to try yeah, to have a try kid, to have a kid within the next year. I just am a little put off or miffed by I the way he turned it around on her. I just don't like how he's talking in such generic terms about their relationship. And for me, it it reads a little bit like, I know this is an experiment in a way. Yeah. But you don't necessarily need to talk about your partner so much, to your partner so much about like how this is an experiment, something that Miguel kind of does, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about in a sec. Um, I don't know. He's like, yeah, you know, maybe two or three years from now. And I'm like, do you know what you want? I don't. I don't know. Is this making sense? I, I think he's just. Yeah, a I personally too didn't like about, that she asked about. She asked, "What do you think about kids and what do you want?" And he just immediately turns it around on her and goes, "Well, you're older than me, so what's your timeline?" Which I thought, like, you're a little bitch. Like, you just skate. Like, why? I don't think that's fair. But so then she's like, "Well, I want to in like a year." Yeah. And then then he, yeah, he goes into, well, she's like, but what about you? What did you think? Yeah. And he's like, well, I guess I saw it like, what? No, the other thing, the other comment that bothered me Mm. in this also Mm -hmm. was like, yeah, I mean, like with the right person. With the right person, right. That pissed her off. That was the one. So that combined with like. I'm your wife in front of you at the stage. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was just he just didn't but handle that well. But this is what's so awkward kind of about weird. these early weeks is like we're talking about the person in front of us and we want to show a level of commitment and seriousness to the process in hopes that this arranged marriage is indeed the person I'm going to be with forever. And yet it's still someone that you didn't know four days ago and that you might not end up with. You're and right. so that's yeah. what always like. That is the blurry line I just with don't this show. Like all of the conceptual, the, the conceptualized talk. Yeah, all of the theoretical. When stuff. When you're with, like, yeah. When anyway. you're in front of her talking about her future, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, for so. sure. And I mean, I understood that he. I understood why he would come up, come into this experiment with a general thought of like, if, yeah. I mean, if the person that I end up with ends up being the person I'm staying with. I'd probably be down for kids in two to three years. Mm-hmm. I think that's a reasonable thought to have. And then you realize like, oh shit, I got paired with someone who's 38 and yeah. who's like, this is, I don't know. So I don't think I got as put off as you did by the same exact thing, but you're right. And it clearly bothered her. It mm-hmm. clearly bothered her. She's like, what are you talking about? If it's the right person, I'm the person. Yeah. I get where he's coming from. I just don't think he chose his words that yeah. wisely. He's um, he's got some little boy tendencies with how he f- deals with certain conversations. Yeah, at this and point. I'm sorry, the chin strap beard. <laughs> I thought we retired that in the mid aughts. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. Um, let's move on to Lindy and Miguel. So they start off the morning after their first night, mm-hmm. and Miguel asks Lindy, "Did my snoring bother you?" And she thinks it's cute and hilarious. And hmm. I'm like, 
Just wait, Lindy. As a <laughs> as a someone who oh, snores, oh, it will be cute and hilarious, and yeah, and, and causes strife for their wife. Yeah, uh, it won't be cute. It will not. And I think you can speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but what we find out pretty soon, so like Miguel says, sexual tension is there. It's very, po- very possible that I could fall in love with Lindy. Okay. A little thesis here is that Miguel, I think, surprises all of us in the way that a few of them do. Um, in a way that Ben did, too, for me. Uh and even, I mean, Nate, but that was less surprising because of what we learned about him on the friggin' altar. Mm-hmm. But Miguel's pretty obsessed with having sex mm-hmm. and like with the fact that he hasn't had sex yet on day four and that he thinks he's not against mediocre sex that gets better over time. He would like to just like he feels like he won't even know any if he could see a future with her until they have sex. Like, I'm just like, dude, you are really like I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't see it as like, I think it's one thing to admit, like I'm feeling it with my wife and I can't wait for when she's down. Like I am attracted to her, you know? Yeah. But some of it felt a little like pushy and dismissive of her position in my opinion. And I feel like she makes it really, she's really open and vulnerable with him. She she, goes, I mean, she's, just jumping, She's jumping in, jumping to like, in, like wants to have talk all about of the, the hard serious stuff. stuff. Yeah, she explains like I come from a really intense Seventh Day Adventist Christian background. You might not know what that means, so let me tell you. Like when you're in college, there's ring by spring pressures. I know that life. She was engaged in college. Uh, she almost married this guy, but he wanted to like at 22, move back to Indiana and like hunker down and have kids. And she basically pooped her pants and realized, wait, I want to go to grad school and I want to do all these things. And like, thankfully she, like I want independence in certain ways. And thankfully she got out of that. But yeah, I mean, and she shares like there was a lot of, so like that's one of, that's who she lost her virginity to. Mm -hmm. And that was a really big deal. And she had a lot of Shame. I mean, it's hard because if you don't come from any religious background, I can see how you don't understand that. But it's a really big, real thing to have like leftover remnants from that. What used to be, I mean, really popular in like the 90s and the 2000s, which was this purity culture push. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she clearly comes from like that in a big way. And so, like, that messed with her. And so we still don't quite know where she stands now in every way. But she seems completely open to him, really likes him, doesn't Mm -hmm. seem worried about what he does or doesn't believe. She just wants him to understand how unique her upbringing was and why she's a little slower to things. Because Mm -hmm. she literally wasn't allowed to slow dance with someone in her teens. So, like... You know, you want she that's why she didn't have sex for the first time till her early 20s and then hasn't done it since because it probably took her a few years to like get over the fact that she to like come to terms with the fact that she actually didn't do anything wrong by doing that. So we know what a big deal that is to like let someone into that because it is really complicated. Even if once you're on the other side of it, you realize that a lot of it was not based in what you think is truth now. It's like 
that can really like mess with your head. And I just, I don't know. I'm just not impressed with the way that he's receiving her truth and information. Yeah, this is, it's weird because in general, like we'll go into the conversations, but in general, like I think she's being pretty mature in terms of like telling him what she needs yeah. and stuff like, and, and wanting to go into like serious talks yeah. and stuff. However, he's being, he's taking like the realistic route mm-hmm. to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think she like, I don't know. She just really wants this. I mean, she's clearly intense. Yeah. And she can be a little like, I was happy yeah. that we got uh, we eventually got to a point where we were having some fun yes. because yes. I do think like at the end of the day this is the honeymoon and yes it is important to talk about these things and we, you don't want to be just in an Alexis where you're just never not, talking about never talking about anything but at the same time too every conversation can't be like yeah. super heavy deep and intense yeah. and heavy for sure And I mean, something enlightening through all of this is that she hasn't been in love since. Mm -hmm. And it's been five or six years. And you can tell that that like trips him out a little bit because he has been in a lot of like relationships that are he I think he called himself in his intro like a serial monogamous. He gets to like a three month mark where he he feels like he gets really like there's comfort, there's ease there's a closeness but he feels like oh i'm i can't seem to get to the next level i'm not in love with you i'm not going to fall in love with you mm-hmm. which of course for her freaks her out because this ex- this whole experience is only eight weeks yeah. and he basically tells her that he keeps getting stuck at the three month mark which they don't even have time to get to while they're in this and you end up finding out I mean, and and one thing I'll say that I wish that they both remembered is that this is a little different because it's accelerated. It's different from him dating a girl for three months in the real world. Yeah. You're about to move in together and spend every day and night together for the next eight weeks, which is like putting all of those things on steroids, you know, doing things that people do together at nine months to two years. So that makes it different. But we get the age old maths debate comes to the forefront early on, which is she thinks love is a choice. He thinks there's there's potential for a spark, but he can't choose if he falls in love. And of course, as we've talked about in past seasons, we sort of fall somewhere in the middle of all of it. It's like there is that gray area in the middle because it's like, I think that you choose to continue. You choose love every day when you are in a committed long-term relationship. It's the spark. It's the chicken and the egg. I yes, think it's, it's but the spark you need a spark to get to going. Feelings, and then once and then that's you, what's so unnatural about math. Care about them. You, yeah, is you didn't know them, and you don't know if you have a spark until after you're already legally married. So anyway, you can tell that she feels some stress about their differences in this area, and he doesn't really do a lot to comfort her. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, I think he could be better. I think he could be in better general. at meeting her where she is. Yeah, like, like affirming she's her very in the way she aware. Needs. And I mean, she even caught herself during the lunch noticing that she was speaking for both of them. And like multiple times, it's like, well, I can only say for me that blah, blah, blah. You know, like she's very aware. And I, I kind of need a little bit more 
from him. From Miguel. I, yeah, like I wish he'd go, no, I agree with that. I see. Yeah. I want the same thing. You know, he's sort of leaving her hanging a bit. Uh, so they have, they're at this meal and at first it felt really awkward to me. I mm-hmm. was like, oh no, this feels imbalanced. Yeah. Like she is pouring her heart out and he's not. But then we got more into his background and how he grew up in Queens and then moved to Puerto Rico after his parents divorced. And I like just devastating how his mom's schizophrenic, yeah. left the family and like, he is, he, I mean, he clearly has emotional maturity in a lot of ways to be where he's at emotionally, like the grace and the yeah. lack of judgment he has for both parents with it's like, clearly they've been through some major trauma, him and his sister and brother. And yet like how he can have a level of acceptance about that. And she seems to be very like inspired by that. Cause I think that her wounds from her parents feel a little more raw. You know, like she's not over them completely. Yeah. And so she seemed very like, wow, like it's so amazing that you can like have this perspective about everything. And she shared some of her family stuff. So that convo to me made me feel like, oh, they are progressing. They're more equally equaling. And she says she's falling for this man. And then we suddenly are making out under the waterfall in the pool. I mean... We got a little bit of talk about consummation of marriage here. Yeah. And I just had to laugh because, like, obviously they view it, uh, they view sex a little bit differently. Yeah. You know, like, and Lindy said, you know, um, you know, it's two people becoming one. And I'm like, okay, Spice Girls, like, let's, <laughs> let's pump the brakes here. Spice Girls? <laughs> yeah, they had that, si- that song. Oh. Tonight's the night. When to become one. You don't remember that Spice <laughs> yes, Girls song? Yes, now I do. But I think that I was so young, I never knew what it meant at the time. And I, I don't know if that's what it's about, about it but that's what made me think about it. Anyway. <laughs> Good job. Good callback. Thank you. Uh, uh, but then Miguel actually does say that in his confessional. But his attitude is definitely more, it's about it's like, more flippant. like being into this each is, other. Yeah. This is the next step. Um, in a lot of ways that like, I agree big picture, you know? Yeah. But again, day four, like, Day four, Chill and you out. have to pay attention to her background. Yeah, like, her specific you know, like background. Her She's giving you so many clues and information. Yeah. And you're sort of, it feels a little dismissive. Like, he doesn't care because he doesn't get it. Yeah. And he doesn't think it should be a big deal because he doesn't believe or agree with that. And it's like, great, but she comes from something yeah. else. So, Miguel's way. Okay, first off, he uh, is an open-eyed make-outer. Oh, I forgot. Ah, which is just never cute. Guys, let's like, is this going to be the whole season? Are we, we got everyone keep your eyes open for that. Okay. Yeah. Because it is, in my opinion, freaky. It is not cute. Maybe he just got caught in a weird moment. He was fully making out with her under the waterfall, eyes open. Yeah. No, no so, excuse. And then he says, we haven't quite consummated our marriage yet, but there are other ways my needs are being met. So he's very, I put like, he's being a little intense about the sex, eh? Because he also like talked about it a lot with the the guys on the boat. And yeah, I mean, I already said what he said. So I just was like, guy, chill out. And then, and then she explains more of the religious guilt stuff and thanks him for his patience. And I put, 
It's day four. It's okay to think sex is important, but you know you have sexual chemistry, clearly. Yeah. So chill out. Just chill out, dude. Like, like, and then he's giving her a massage in public so she relaxes. And within minutes, he's referencing the boner he has that is on her back. And I just can't. No, I can't. I mean, that is such the move. No more though. boner talk. Like, like that is... In a public pool environment? No, I'm just saying. A back the, boner? No, 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 gosh, no, I'm not saying that. Jeez. <laughs> that no. is such the move. No, I was talking about the act of giving, let me give you a massage and maybe you, you'll so have you'll sex relax. with me. That's what I mean. That, no. Right. I'm not advocating for any boners and backs here. It's freaking disgusting. I hate even having to say that. Let's move on. <laughs> Do we have anything else about them? No. I just, you see more in the preview. I think that like this. uh, She's very sensitive. She's very sensitive. And she has slept with one human and only been in love with one human. And she's 29 years old. I don't think she's dated a lot. And he's six years older than her and has a completely different background and value system like from yesteryear. Like he never shared what her value system so I am a little worried. It seems like they just, yeah, he's dated, he's had way more girlfriends. He's had way more almost could have been engaged scenarios. And so I think, yeah, that that's going to be a little bit of an imbalance in like, cause she's going to have a lot more insecurity and like, this is all going to inherently be more serious for her. And it seems yeah, I mean, like she's she's way into him right now. Yeah. And it seems like he refuses to stop referencing all, it all as an experiment. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. It seems like we've been talking about this more in a negative light. But they seem still very in, much into each other. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I don't and know the, why I just go back and forth with them. Yeah. Because he freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Like this I would, thought with like how nerdy he was and how. When he said, I'm a serial monogamous, when we first met him, I thought like, oh, like he's going to be like all in right away. And that's kind of how he like, you know, seemed Mm -hmm. night one at the wedding. But now, yeah, she just seems a little bit intense and young and different for him. And I don't know if that's going to like, if he's going to keep her sort of at arm's length for a while and it's all going to make it all worse, you know? Mm -hmm. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. All right. Doesn't that sound like a song that would have played right then? Could be. Um, (laughs) Ben and Morgan. Ben and Morgan. Continuation of the wedding. Um, Blah, blah, blah. They take cute pictures together. Ben surprises us because he has got his I'm on my best behavior, polite boy because my mom is nearby vibe. Yes. And then he's got cool bro town guy who makes flippant comments about sex and you want me and da ba da ba da it's my birthday. Am I going to get some birthday sex to the girl that you just met yesterday? It's too much too. I, All these guys. Literally, yeah, but like, I just was like, he really caught me off guard. Yeah. No, he goes I'm from like, like oh, you've got two people yeah. that you are in the world. He mister. goes from like, I'm in a job interview literally. to like, let's turn up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so we got a little bit more at the wedding. He's talking to her friends and one of her friends says, 
Last she talked to Morgan about kids. Last she talked to Morgan about kids, she'd said she's leaning actually towards, I don't know if I want them, but I would probably change my mind for the right person. And then she brings up sex and tells him that, you know, how long, like, is there going to be an issue if you have to wait a little bit? How long would you be willing to wait? And then her friend's like, but also don't worry because she can get nasty. And I'm like, okay, friend, like you are like single-handedly like <laughs> you're, this is TMI right now. Like, I don't know if Morgan would be down with this conversation you're having. All friends and family need to not. They really need to back down. Need to not. They're getting overly confident with each season that goes by. And I am not down with this. What they know about their pers- that person's sex life. Uh, yeah. It just, it's, let's not. Yeah. Let's not. I mean, okay, bottom line is this is still the couple we know the least. Yeah. We get, but, but like the first night, I mean, like there's jokes about the big bowl of condoms. There's a ton of giggling. There's a ton, like they seem very naturally smitten with each other. Yeah. Like she's definitely a bigger personality than him. Yeah. He seems totally taken by it. Like he loves it. Like he's into how much she has to say. Uh, he asks if she sleeps in the AC and he's probably overjoyed to find out that she doesn't. She actually sleeps with the heater and she, little does she know that this is actually like a crucial sticking point for him. And it's nothing to do with comfort. It no. all has to do with the, ele- the electric. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got some babyish vibes like night one because of like, there's just so much giggling and like, she's the big talker of mm-hmm. the, of the two. But again, even when after I wrote that, I feel like things changed because suddenly, yeah, he was making jokes about like because she did I mean, a little 30th birthday candles for him. Yeah. And they were all over each other on yeah, the boat. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's They're just very like, open about their attraction. He dumps the condoms in the suitcase in front of her to like make a show of it. I, that, it's like it's all too much. It's I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, too much. that's all I have on them. I literally like. Uh, and all we know is that next week she's crying because he clearly told everybody that they did it on the honeymoon. So it was what I thought. Yeah. There's just not enough information at this time. No. Not but I was not mad that we didn't have to have a belabored breakfast with the in-laws the next morning yeah. before they oh, left. I'm, I'm so like, no, happy just we fast forwarded that. Please get on the plane. Do you have anything from boat time that you wanted to add in? Let me see. I will say that I have two things. I was I feel robbed that we did not get a never have I ever gameplay. Oh, definitely. And can we get these people some sunglasses, please? <laughs> I was sweating watching them on the de- on the aft deck of this boat. Like <laughs> I don't know if it's a thing where it's the probably because pr- they want you to see their expressive eyes. Oh my gosh! But I mean, the are they just sun squinting? was beating down. Everyone was squinting. <laughs> Makeup is running. I'm like, can we get some sunglasses for these people here? This is just, uh, it was hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, in general, there's pretty low drama at this point. It's like the biggest drama that would have been discussed, other than a never have I ever kickoff which always causes some drama yeah and so uh, yeah you're right we were robbed it better come up in like at some other group event soon but would have been the Kristen and mitch thing and everyone reacting to that all the women getting upset but we didn't get to do that because Kristen is mature enough to decide that she shouldn't 
create an explosive chaos moment on the boat. I loved the way that she described it. She's like, I'll tell you guys tomorrow and you're not going to believe it. You won't believe. She's like, you're going to be shooketh. Shooketh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Everyone, I mean, just little things. Like everyone's noticing Stasha and Nate's sexual chemistry. And they're all like, oh my God, we totally feel it. You guys are so da-da-da-da-da. Morgan's like, oh, Ben's on my ass 24-7. I was like, oh, is he? Okay. Uh, which I, all of that just makes you feel a little bad for Kristen. Because she's yeah. like the only one of yeah. the group in her scenario. And then we've kind of already talked about the guys yeah. being gross. And I don't feel like there was anything really else. We talked about everything yeah. worth talking about. With the boat and the after party. All right. Do you want to hear the first edition of Mathis season 15 power rankings? I do. Hit me with your best shot. Okay. Coming in at number five, I have Mitch and Kristen. Okay. Number four, Ben and Morgan. Okay. Number three, Lindy and Miguel. Okay. Number two, Nate and Stasha. Okay. And number one, Alexis and Justin. Oh, wow. I don't know what to do with them, so I decided to put them in the top spot. I mean... Because you see a fall from grace coming? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, things can't possibly continue they at, can't this, stay at here. this pace. Yeah. The only thing about them is, like we've talked about, we haven't heard a lot about them as people. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we dropped the L word. Yeah. We're all over each other. Yeah. Like for all intents and purposes you know, at this point, that's they what I are have the to go off a of. long couple. Yeah. They don't they they seem like they've had sex. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me. Uh, I don't know. She was pretty honest about it because she talked about the celibacy with the girls on the Oh right. So uh, by next week, I think we're gonna have at least two. Mm-hmm. At least two. I might, yeah. I'm going to guess three. By the end of next episode, three have. Wow. Okay. But if I was setting the number, I would probably say like one and a half over under one and a half. (laughs) If I was setting the line. very convoluted. Okay. Well, thank you for those rankings. Love it. Going to put them on the Instagram page. Um, This was a fun episode, everyone. I feel like we're finally, we're finally into some real juice and it's only going to get better from here. Yeah, and we get another honeymoon episode yeah. next week. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And there's tears, there's fights, there's so much more to come. I can't wait. Uh, the trails. Thank you so much for your patience again this weekend. We hope you enjoy this episode. Share it with your friends and can't wait for episode six and to get into that next week with you all. Talk to you later. Bye.